Welcome back to the Drink Local Podcast. This is episode 31. We are Misa and William, which was weird. We are avid, long-time craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones, and we certainly are not those pesky brewers that are always giving us that stuff that we can't get enough of. What we are is we're people just like you. Just some people who are really, really enthusiastic about craft beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years, and during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences. From tourism, to our culinary preferences, to the types of activities that we do for fun, craft beer always, always plays a role. So once again, my name is William, and this is... Misa. And we're back again with our Beer in Review podcast. So if you don't know what that is, basically it's going to be our year in review for 2022. We're going to talk... It all rhymes. Oh, wow, it does. That's cool. We're going to talk about some other things as well. We'll get into that. I'll give you the rundown, but first, let's... Crack these beers and right. say what they are. Nice open, nice. Oh. Nostalgic. Nice. You don't need to put it right over the laptop. <laughs> that's so that's so risky. If I if we had like a better mic, you know, you I'm sure people can hear it. So, what we're going to be talking about today, like I said, is we're going to do breweries and bottle shops that we loved from our experiences in 2022. Mm -hmm. We are going to do a very brief news about brews. We are, of course, as always, going to do What Made You Want to Drink, one of our favorite segments. And, of course, we're just going to talk a bit about some of the things that interest us surrounding beer. Some hot takes. Yeah, it's going to be a spicy one. <laughs> I think it's going to be a spicy one today because we learned a lot, you know. Um, it's been very interesting. But uh, let's get into what we're drinking. So, Tell us. Um, the uh, first beer that we're drinking I'm very excited about because... Uh, not to give anything away, but it's probably my favorite beer in the world. It is uh, the Pilsner from Occidental Brewing. Mm -hmm. I've been very excited about this brewery for a long time, as you guys know, because this is at least the third beer from that brewery that we've had on the show. I think it's actually our fourth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Which why I left a little room. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. um, we are going to be drinking the breaks from Casa Agria in Oxnard, which is a hazy IPA. And we are drinking Rain from Pure Project in San Diego, which is an unfiltered Pilsner. So, of course, we're excited about all these beers. And the first thing that we should do is have Cheers. a sip. Cheers. Mmm, <sighs> hits every time. 
Hmm. I definitely went for that Occidental Pilsner first. So, I think that we should just go ahead and start with news about brews. Okay. Just to get this knocked out real quick, because it's very brief. Um, and the latest news, you know, we've been losing a lot of uh, really uh, fine establishments in Los Angeles, unfortunately. You know, I mean, everywhere, you know, since the uh, start of the pandemic. But, you know, just for other reasons, you know. Um, and uh, one of the ones that we have lost recently was Celador Ales. Which um, is a brewery that's in the valley. Uh, they brew a lot of farmhouse ales and sours, sours yeah. which is particularly an important lane for craft beer drinkers. We always need to have a local option for those types of beers. Mm -hmm. And Celador was what that was for us. Um, they are closed for now. We're not sure um, how long they're going to be closed from my purview, it appears that they kind of had one of these L.A. Uh, rent hiked so high oh. that uh, it's de facto eviction. Somewhere else to go, kind I of believe thing. so, yes, because they are currently taking online orders. Mm. I'm not sure how far that they deliver, but uh, I definitely think that they're worth supporting. Yeah, because I feel like we were kind of seeing them in more places um you know um bottles i think they mostly do bottles right mm -hmm. and um, they have cans too yeah and and at like um bars local bars and stuff yeah um they would have it on on tap like the sour beer would be like their beer mm -hmm. um and it was always like they were always doing different kinds of like fruits and stuff like that yeah. so i mean it would it would be a shame for them to totally just close their doors so i hope they find somewhere else that they can be if that's the issue you know yeah the culture can't yeah. afford to lose specialists mm -hmm. you know yeah. like um i love beer that tastes like beer you know mm -hmm. that's fine but there's a lot of those it's endless you know um i don't want to lose anybody but there's a lot of those it's endless when people are doing, you know, uh, farmhouse ales, mm -hmm. uh, fruited sours, mm -hmm. things of that nature, yeah. um, it's something that I think uh, brings much needed diversity to the culture. And it also elevates the culture because um, for so long, I think that people thought of beer as one thing. Mm -hmm. And beer is so many different uh, beverages. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like, you know, sours and stuff like that has kind of become a little bit more um, of, you know, a thing that people are aware of and that they are, like, drinking, you know, because it, it is kind of different, you know, and it's not, like, the typical, like, bitter, whatever kind of thing that, yeah. you know, uh, you associate with beer, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do with news about brews. I wanted to give them a shout out right away. And now we're actually going to get into these beers. We're going to talk about what these beers are. We're going to taste them together. And oh, the ones we're drinking? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. And we are going to uh, evaluate them in a non-judgmental way because we just like beer. We're not you know? Cicerones or we're not uh, whatever's. Yeah, um, I was asked today by one of my coworkers about a beer that I had, and 
He was like, where's that beer? And I was like, I liked it. He said, really? <laughs> He's always like that. You know, um, <laughs> like, uh, we don't. We didn't, we didn't have the same taste. But, like, you know, I like almost every beer that I drink. Because I like beer. Uh, not to quote Brett Kavanaugh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what he said. That's what he said. On, that's what he said during... You know, I feel like he, you can't... Uh, uh, like, you can't... During the hearing. To hearing. become... Anyway, let's keep it moving. It's so... Wait, sorry. To Right when you wanted to keep it moving. It's just funny to me how these people try to use like beer as a thing to like be like, oh, like I'm just, I'm your pal. Like I'm just an everyday guy, you know, like the whole. The beer summit with Obama. The beer summit. Um, um, Hillary the, the, Clinton drinking beers. Uh, you know, when Bush was, uh, B- W was yeah. president, it was like, oh, you want to have a beer with that guy? Like that was his whole thing, right? That was like, everybody kept being like. That's the guy you want to have a beer with. And I mean, I'm like, yeah, I, but what about fucking running the country? Well, I do want to have a beer with him to this day because I want to ask him about dodging the shoe. Like, I want to, like, anyway. Uh, I want to do, like, a beer drinking paint session. Nah, nah, it's too humanizing. He's still a person. Uh, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so, I already spoiled my feelings on the Occidental Pilsner. Can you tell me your feelings? Why don't you have a good sip? Have a nice gulp, even. I dare you. Sounds like a sounds like a uh, positive review already. I mean, that's a solid pilsner. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's what I think of when I think of a pilsner. You yeah. know, it is just. Uh, I mean, to me, like it is just. They're doing it. The quintessential perfect pilsner it's so yes. good and we have another pilsner too that we uh are gonna drink that, that i liked the, um but we're gonna get into that and the thing with pilsners is like when you drink a pilsner just fucking give me a pilsner you know like don't don't get cute with it nah, you know i don't mind cute no i like okay if they're like it's a hoppy pilsner that's its own thing so i'm not counting that as like infringing if you're just like this is a pilsner and you're not saying it's a whatever, whatever pilsner. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, give me this. Well, okay. Because what you're saying reminds me of something that I do. There's a declaration that I want to make on oh. this podcast. Oh. Um, because I have been in search okay. of the flavor of Los Angeles. You know, I've brought this up for a while. Yeah. You know, what is it? You know, is it, you know. Um, style, right? Yeah. 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 You know, and I thought maybe it was going to be like the Session IPA. Something mm-hmm. like that, you know, at a time. You know, but those fell out of was fell out of fashion. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I think is or should be the flavor of Los Angeles, uh, almost every brewery should brew one, would be the West Coast Pilsner, mm-hmm. which is like very popular right now, a hopped-up Pilsner. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of my favorite flavor profiles. It is nice and light-bodied for uh sunny california but it is dank and west coast Mm -hmm. for us big bold ipa lovers Mm -hmm. you know and i just think that is the right lane for us to be in a lot of breweries are brewing them uh highland park has been brewing quite a few repeatedly Uh and they've all been very good Mm -hmm. um and i really think that this is kind of the way to go 
Yeah, you know, I agree with you. Um, however, I do think that, like, it's, like, trend, you know? like Yeah, like, trends always it's move. It's going to change. But so something not has to be... stay. There yeah. has to be something that I mean, stays. I would say that what whatever it is, the flavor of L.A. is going to be something with some hop involved. That's all yeah, I can say about yeah. it. And, you know I, I, and, I mean? and, I, and I hope it's the West Coast Pilsner. Um, no, it's perfect because, like, you know, when you say an IPA, if, if a beer says it's just whatever, IPA, you really don't know. What it's going to be. What, what you're going to get. Yeah. The, the range of the IPA. Sometimes often, they get specific, but even when they say West Coast IPA, I don't, like... If you know where the brewery is going to come from, yeah, you kind of know, like... Right, like, cause but I, if you don't, and you're, yeah. you're just looking at a menu, like, you don't quite know, but if it's if it's a hoppy pilsner, I feel like the, the fact that it's a pilsner, you know it's not going to be that, that crazy. Like, an IPA can be, like, right. kind of crazy or over the top. Right. Or it could be, like, a little bit more subtle, you know? Yeah. But, like, if it's a hoppy pilsner, I feel like the pilsner part kind of, like, keeps the keeps Crispy the hoppy. The, yeah, you know? Yeah, because it, it has to be crispy, right? Yeah. Crisp, I mean, not crispy. Um, they say both now. Um, so, try this next beer. Tell me what you think. This is the uh, Casa Agria. Yeah. And it's a, the Breaks. It's very cool. It's got uh, the can itself. Um, I didn't talk about the uh, Occidental can because you guys know what to expect. It's straight up. You know, you guys have seen Occidental beers probably. You've seen them if you listen to our podcast, if you've seen our Instagram. But the Breaks is uh, very hip-hop. It's got some... Uh, tagging font. Yes, yeah, like, like some tagging type of font. Um, I believe that it's probably referencing... Uh, these are the Breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Get down. Um, doesn't really say much about their uh, what they're going for here. This is a what a hazy. It's IPA. a hazy IPA uh, hopped with Citra Incognito, mm. Citra, and Equinot. Not Equinot. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of Citra Incognito. That sounds fucking cool. Like I would want to use that hop because it has yeah. the word Incognito. Right. Um, I haven't tried this beer yet, so before I do, can you tell me what you think? Um, it, you really kind of get the juicy, like, uh, hop flavor at, off top. Uh-huh. But then, like, it doesn't, like, really, like, linger that much, you know? So, it's not, like, like, it doesn't, like... It's not overwhelming. I feel like it kind of finishes like. I gulped it and clean. I thought it was quite well balanced. Yeah. It tastes very good. Um, it has dimensions, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of starts off with like a boom, like here's some fucking hops for you. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, well, then you get a, aroma, fragrance. Yeah. Fruit. And then they're like, oh, well, yeah. it's have very good. Sip, you know? It's very so, good. It's good. It's very good. Yeah, and uh, I expected as much. Um, I haven't been to Casa Agria. They are in Oxnard. Hopefully, I'll get to go there mm-hmm. pretty soon. But uh, I've heard very good things about them. They are held in high esteem. Yeah, they were recommended to us by... Numerous people. Yeah. Numerous people. Numerous other people who are in the industry. Yeah. Other mm-hmm. bottle shop people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that's, uh, so, we did a Portland. We did uh, an Oxnard, which I'll say, you know, um, you know, L.A. adjacent. 
Yeah, it's like Ventura, like north, yeah. north of Ventura. Um, yeah. And uh, we're going to go to San Diego now with this uh, pure project, Rain. And which is a, was it? Un- An unfiltered pilsner. pilsner. So yeah. it's a little bit, well, you know what? Drink it. It's just as cloudy, I feel like. Maybe it's just slightly. It's a little cloudy because it's unfiltered. <clears throat> For optimal flavor, we recommend storing this beer cold and drinking it as close to the kangda as possible. Well, no shit. How about that? <laughs> um, hmm. Well, this was canned on 10, 11, 22. It's not too bad. Um... I'm gonna taste it. Okay. So mm. I had it, and then I had the mm. <coughs> occidental. Ah. Uh, so the, uh, this one. It's good. Has a little bit more bitterness to the flavor. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Yeah, it's really good. You know, um, I believe this was the one that when we went to Pure, mm-hmm. um, the gentleman who served us, who was fantastic, we talked about Pure product on the podcast before. I think that's the one where he said that this is a, um, that he believes this is the best Pilsner in America. Um, and uh, I laughed at that because, you know, um, obviously I work at a place with a neon sign that says coldest beer in town. It's always funny <laughs> when people say that. But uh, he also laughed too. And he said that um, uh, he didn't feel comfortable saying that until he went to Denver and gave it to some of his uh craft beer brewery buddies there mm. and they gave it the nod of approval I see. so you know i have not yet been to denver i really want to go because it's definitely you know a beer mecca it is yeah um and uh you know we'll find out that's the, if that's what they're saying you know i find that a lot of uh people in craft beer in our travels they're so excited about craft beer from other places they're way more excited about craft beer from other places than they are about craft beer from where they're from, which is really fucking funny. I mean, I get it because, you know, you always, you know, grass is green on the other side. You always want to try the new and exciting thing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we are drink local. We think yeah. that people should be proud of what they're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. you know? And of course they are. But I mean, even in San Diego, you know, they're actually excited about LA beer in San Diego, which was fucking mind blowing. Last time I was there, you know, I, they were they were excited about it. They were excited about what Highland Park was doing. They were excited oh, about what Ogopogo was doing. They were excited about what people were doing over here, you know? And I'm like, that's good because it speaks volumes to how rapidly the culture has grown here because we weren't that good a right. few years ago. Right. And I think that we're fucking good now. Um, yeah. I do, you know? There's so many options there that I are. am proud to drink and sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so, um, all these beers, fantastic. What I want to talk about before we get into the, uh, brewers we love uh-huh. is, uh, I want to talk about Integrin. <laughs> okay. Um, because, uh, well, I, uh, tried a couple of Integrin's single hop Pilsners with a friend of mine. And um, to be clear, like Integrin, they brew fantastic beer. In fact, I've never had a bad beer from Integrin. They do German style beers. Now, this is going to be kind of a tale of two German style breweries because Occidental is my favorite brewery. 
because I love German style beer. And they do, in my opinion, the best that I've had over here in America. And I haven't had German beer in Germany, but I obviously we get a lot of German beer here. And uh, then there's Integrant, who is in Moore Park, California, and they're brewing very like good yeah. German beer as well. So I was with my buddy, and um, he, uh, um, I think this is relevant. He's Jewish. He uh, sips this beer with me, and he has one sip, and he goes, hmm. And I say, what? And he's like, oh, so, something, something's not striking me right about this beer. And I said, and I, and I said okay, well, what's, what, what's going on? And he said, he said, I don't know. But then he looks at what it says around Wait, so the he rim. Just he just tasted it. it. He just tasted it. And something, <laughs> something, uh, in, you know, you know, like Damn. people who are part of uh, <laughs> historical oppression uh-huh. and diasporas yeah. uh, have a sixth sense. Like That's I always insane. say, like, you know, um, if to if something feels racist to me even if it's not racist on the surface if it feels racist to me to me i'm like it's racist yeah you know and you can't take that away from me you can't tell me that it's not you don't have the authority because it, in my dna it is to know he reads what it says on the top of the can and it says for the glory and power of beer and he said hmm that's strange. And I said, well, what, what, what is it, my friend? I'm not going to say his name. And he says, uh, normal people don't talk like that. And I was like, well, you make a good point. Yeah, it, does a good point. Sound, it does sound a little uh, manifesto-y. Um, uh, is, is it, you know, it's a little... It's, yeah, it's a, you want to like... You're, you're, you're coming out a little bit hot. Yeah. You know, it's, it's for it's, the glory yeah, and what? And power. Power, okay. How, yeah. Glory yeah. and power. Not mm. Glory, power. Yeah. Words that I uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. um red flags. We sure. start looking up Integrant, you know. And I've been to Integrant's brewery. Yeah. You know, um in Moore Park, uh I thought that the people who worked there were uh very nice, mm-hmm. you know. But I also remember we went there during Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, there was an energy there amongst the people who were there, where I felt something directed towards me, which goes back to talking about like, I'm like if it feels <laughs> racist to me, it's race. Something was racist. Something was going on. Yeah, because I... And to be clear, I'm not saying that Integrate is racist. Right. I'm just saying that something, they have a yeah, lot of, I remember... something going on in Moore Park. I remember you kind of be like, hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, and, but we were just like, oh, let's just enjoy yeah, no, this beer. No, yeah, I'm going to finish the and beer. We did. I, we did. We did. We I did drove like 40 miles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink the beer. I'm going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. Um, uh, but... Pretty much everyone there did look like that meme on Twitter with the uh, of the uh, right wing avatars, 
where like uh, where it's like uh, all the guys are like, hmm, that where Jason Whitlock sure has a good point there. Wearing like sunglasses. Yeah, like, yeah, a photo yeah, with the sunglasses and the uh, and the cap. Yeah, yeah, and they're always yeah. They're always in their car. I don't know. Why. Yeah, um, and there were there were there, there were about twenty two, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to say there were 88 of those guys there, but there were a lot of guys there uh, like that. And I was like, hmm. And it just felt, and like, I don't know, like, I got some looks that were like, you know, like uh, a little bit of a, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? You know, like a little, you know, like a little bit, a little bit of, uh, you know, like this is not where I'm supposed to be. Um, but to be fair, like, I wasn't the only black guy there. So that's a thing. But also, that black guy who was there, the other one, uh-huh. like, his edge up. <laughs> his, it just wasn't. It wasn't. It just, like, it just wasn't. Like, it like just he, wasn't. It just wasn't. Yeah, it just right, was right. It, it just wasn't the right. type of edge up. That indicated that he kicks it where right. the rest of us right. kick it at. Because if you kicked it at where the rest of us kick it at, like we would never let you go right. out like that. Right. He would get yeah, yeah. So like like I don't know what things that, would be pointed out. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Like I don't know what like any like he was there to keep it honest. Was he there by himself? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Like I just remember I just remember he there was there was no eye contact between there was no uh-huh. like you know there's certain things right, that right, we right. do right, you right, know right, right, that right. didn't happen right. that should have happened that no didn't. nodding Yeah. No, no um so yeah. like there was no shared experience mm-hmm. that was anyway. Um we looked up Chris Integrin, the owner and head brewer of Integrin, he's a uh, mechanical engineer. He uh, is a fantastic brewer. And we found out that he was on the city council of Moore Park and became uh, the de facto mayor of Moore Park when the uh, previous mayor decided to run for a different uh, position. A de facto mayor? So he didn't in, even, it wasn't even in like Ventura. an election? Uh, well, he was the only candidate that ran. Uh, so there was no, there was nobody. Um, and to be clear, like I looked up his policies and I found him to be, I found him to be a very, uh, centrist Republican. Right. Um, you know, uh, the things that I saw were things that, um, a savvy politician would say that someone who's intelligent and understand how and understands how to communicate would say the undertones uh, were peppered in in a way that I felt was not totally uh, like it wasn't it wasn't like some Ron DeSantis shit right you know Um, but at the same time like I have found that you know um, you can't trust uh, in anyone like anyone in these situations, like because they're gonna act up later when they get when they get real power, you know. I mean, he's a mayor right now. He has a uh, 
replacement theory amount of children. Um, <laughs> three blonde boys. Uh, and um, he is always positioned in every photograph of him on the internet. He's always positioned adjacent to an American flag. Um, uh, which, you know, it's just, maybe it's just being a Republican. I don't know. Um, but, uh, it was a thing for me where, um, it was, it was a, it was a deal breaker for my, for, for my Jewish friend. He <laughs> didn't like the, uh, the, uh, the, there was too much purity. There was too much purity in what's in going on. Yeah, and to, and, <laughs> he tasted and, it. It was like yeah, and a um, little too pure. And Chris Inigren is doing something called the American Reinheitsgebot Project, which uh, Reinheitsgebot is German purity law. So there can be no such thing as an American Reinheitsgebot. <laughs> There's only Reinheitsgebot, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which we can practice in America. Right, right, right. But you can't do your... That's weird to me. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, I just felt like, you know, I think their beer is good. Mm -hmm. I'm probably also not going to drink it <laughs> anymore, which as a Republican, I think that he should respect because that's my exercising of free speech and that's also the free market at work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um go ahead i uh was trying to look for pictures that uh we took when mm -hmm. we went to Enneagram and we did go I, it's like end of may so it's like you know around memorial day uh-huh um it was probably that weekend mm -hmm. and i was like oh wait yes i remember seeing this car which we were like whose car it is we don't know Oh but yeah, it's like it's like some customized American old, flag. I don't even know what you call hot this. Hot rod. Some hot rod, not even like I don't know. And it has like two American flags sticking from it, and it has like these Enneagram beers uh, situated on top of I don't know mm. the engine, I guess. Mm, mm, mm. And then like a little uh, skull with uh, well, how would you describe this? Uh, it has a sombrero and two bandoliers, and holding it's holding them. two six-shooters. I mean, it's fucking cool. It's weird. It's it, fucking yeah. cool. I remember seeing this, and we took pictures, and we're like, this is cool, but also, like... What the fuck is this? Yeah, what the fuck? You know? like There was a lot of that there. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of that there. So... Um, the people who worked there were extremely nice. You yeah, know, it was. Yeah. nice. Uh, um, they had, like, a coffee, like a place across yeah it was super like a cute across mm -hmm. there. Um, it was super cute you know um but you know but it did remind me you know like it just reminded me yeah of several years back when i went to golden road uh-huh and there oh, was yeah. a, a white man there in a denim jacket with a large confederate flag on the back yeah yeah, yeah. and i remember i was so offended yeah. and angry that i couldn't even see straight um, and I was disappointed with the staff and everyone involved because nobody said like, this is not right. fucking cool. Yeah. But I was mostly disappointed in myself because I didn't have that fight. Mm -hmm. I didn't say nothing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and to be clear, like th this was a long time ago. This was all pre-Trump. 
This was... Was it pre-Trump? Yeah, this was uh, pre-Jews will not replace us. Um, you know, I'm much more vocal in situations like that now because I've seen with my own eyes in the last several years just the, the type of damage that uh, silence can do mm-hmm. in our society. And I do believe that it's complicity not to say anything in those situations. But, you know, I haven't gone to Golden Road since. You know, and I haven't even had a single beer that they that they serve uh, in, you know, almost a decade now. Um, and it's just because, you know, that left a bad taste in my mouth, you know? Hmm. Like, people are free to do what they want to do, but, you know, so am I. Right, exactly. Um, you know, but I do think, you know, motherfuckers got to step up, mm-hmm. you know? So... Yeah, uh, you know, Integrant, like, do what you do. Like, uh, I'm still going to sell your beer. Like, I sell it. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to sell it. I'm not going to tell anybody that it's <laughs> very pure. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, um, it's definitely, like, like, the the, uh, the obsession, um, it seems a little strange. I mean, it's weird to be a mayor, it's, it's, it's all weird now. It's all weird now. It's all weird now. Because we're going to get into the breweries we love. And the first one I want to talk about, actually, mm-hmm. is another German brewery, which is Occidental. Mm-hmm. Occidental Brewery, uh, they brew German beers uh, in Oregon. Mm-hmm. We got the chance to finally go there. We tried to go there three times. Really? That many? Yeah. Because every time we had gone up to Oregon... We had gone in the beginning of the week. Yeah. And they weren't open until... Like Wednesday or... Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So, um... Understandable. We, yeah. We yeah. finally got our chance to... Yeah, because they're a little bit out of the way. And they're, yeah, they're outside of Portland. Yeah. They're like across um, the, one of the bridges. Beautiful But bridge. we planned our trip specifically to make to sure make that sure we hit it this open, time. Yeah. yeah, and we went on our... Pretty much our first night there. Um, because we considered going twice, but we didn't get to go twice because we had so much going on. Yeah. But, um, uh, we went there and, um, I wore Lederhosen. Yeah, because this was like... It was around Oktoberfest. Um, and they actually could not do Oktoberfest, which is always a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, they seemed kind of bummed out about it. But I showed up and I told them my story about how, you know, I tried so many times and that I really was so excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Our friends, Dan and Amber, mm-hmm. with their son, Yuli, mm-hmm. took us there. And um, um, Dan and Amber, uh, proudly uh, anti-racist white people. Um, German. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amber. Yeah, Amber, Amber is German. Uh, she speaks very uh, fluent German. Um, and, uh, we got the chance to, uh, finally go there, told them our story, and no brewery has ever treated us better than... They loved it. Occidental did. Yeah. They, the... They were uh, so excited. Yes. The young lady who was there... Mm -hmm. Uh, was cutting out some stickers, and I love stickers. She gave me every sticker that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, told the owners. Yeah, she was like, oh, let me text them. Yeah, and the <laughs> owners said, treat them right. Yeah. They 
got me very drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, I don't know. You kept getting... Yeah, like, they gave me a lot of beer. Yeah. Uh, it you gave was, a t-shirt. They gave, yeah, they gave me a lot of things. <laughs> they, they gave me a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously not everyone's going to get that treatment. Uh, and not every, and you know I certainly uh, was not deserving of it, but I was grateful. Yeah. And for you know it was already a brewery that I was saying was my favorite. Right. You know. Well, yeah, that's why we wanted to go so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really just appreciated the love mm-hmm. that they have for craft beer, mm-hmm. because my favorite thing in the industry is when I see enthusiasm. Uh-huh. You know, they were excited that you loved it, right? Too, you know, right. And um, it really, you know, it just really like it was very moving to me. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, yeah, that was you know, one of the best experiences. Uh, we had. And I was so happy to finally be able to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a beautiful brewery. It's fantastic. Um, it is also connected to a, a German restaurant. Yeah. That uh, serves uh, um, all the best worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like a, a schnitzel. Uh, yeah, pretzels, they they had everything. sort of like a Oktoberfest. Yeah, they had an Oktoberfest yeah. going on. So they also, you know, we got so some we beer from there. So we went there later, them. yeah, and got some like food, all the food. Yeah, um, and uh, they took our, a picture. Mm-hmm. Occidental. They Occidental took a picture, took a picture and they posted. Me on their Instagram yeah. oh, in Lederhosen. Yeah, yeah, so if you ever see a black man on uh, Occidental's Instagram in Lederhosen, that is that, that, that is me. <laughs> um, and if you and if you notice, uh, my eyes are pointing in two different directions. Um, it was just you know it was just great. Yeah, we really we really love Occidental. Um, I really want to shout them out, and I'm really happy that I was able to by chance find places. That have their beer over here. Uh, there's yeah, a place. Yeah. yeah. There's a specialty shop called Sip Snack uh-huh. in Highland Park that uh, gets Occidental Pilsner yeah. all the time. For and some reason, just this Pilsner. Yeah. They get the Pilsner <laughs> and they get their Hefeweizen. Oh, okay. Um, at my job, we get their Hefeweizen mm-hmm. and we get their Hellas Lager. Really good. Um, their Hellas Lager is one of the most fantastic light beers I've ever had. You know, like, I really love their beers, you know. Um, they're like, cr- like drinkable, like yeah. They're also good. Really good. You know, they're also good. So they I have mean, like I just, rice lager, I, I just which can't. We reviewed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Japanese rice yeah. lager. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I just can't uh, endorse them highly enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were really excited to drink this beer for the fourth time. Yeah. Oh, and I also want to say when we were up there in Portland, mm-hmm. it was fresh hop season it was oh, and so they had a fresh hop pilsner they had a fresh hop pilsner and so we got it we drank it we bought some we drank it but like a lot most of the places we went to had a fresh hop um something you yeah. know they had some sort of fresh hop beer going on around that time so if you into that uh, we recommend, you know, going up there because they don't really do that as much here. But like when we're I think because in Oregon and like Washington, they um, grow a lot of hops up there. Um, so I think that's partly why they get the fresh hops like just. Um, so they were really all about it and they kept being like recommending it to us mm-hmm. everywhere we went. So if you like yeah. that, you know, yeah. 
um, Oktoberfest season, you can get the Oktoberfest stuff and fresh hop beers. So go to Occidental. Yeah. If you get the opportunity, you will not be disappointed. That is the first mm-hmm. brewery mm-hmm. on our beer in review breweries yes. and bottle shops that we love. Yes. Uh, they're absolutely fantastic. And so how we're going to break this down is we're going to do Portland. Mm-hmm. Then, then we're going to do uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do Los Angeles. Because yeah. those are the locations mm-hmm. that we spent our time in yeah. in Last 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay? So um, the next one that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is Steeplejack. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about Steeplejack? Okay, so this one uh, was also recommended to us by one of the breweries or somewhere we went to. And it was like rather new. So we had never been there. This is in Portland. Um, And they were like, they converted an old church. And I was like, all right, I'm in, you know, because like you, you have to see that, right? So we took like a nice walk through the neighborhood, which was fun. Um, And it was this old um church and they had like little rooms like the main you know uh what do you call the main church room they had that but they had little um uh, i'm not religious yeah I'm, I'm like, I'm little, <laughs> whatever but they had uh uh several little rooms too which was kind of fun the we congregation were congregation area i don't know I don't we know. were in one of the smaller rooms which was cool they had like little couches to hang out um, so they still have like um, the the church thing going on. Obviously, it's um, beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's it's um, really worth your visit. The uh, location, the person who um, was one of the owners, they told me uh, that the church that they took over mm-hmm. was the first church that was all inclusive mm. on the western hemisphere mm. of the united states i see i see which was absolutely fascinating right and it's like pretty old like i think the building the church building at least is like i think over 100 years old mm-hmm. um and yeah so it's it's definitely the building is worth it and the beer was all the good the beer's good they, they had like a lot of german they style treat beers. you right they have food that's what they have going on too German style beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. it's multi-layered. Like you can go all through the they the church. They have different s- stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it was just it's it, it, it was mysterious and beautiful mm-hmm. and wonderful. They did not have stickers at the time. Oh, yeah. I really want you guys stickers. So if you hear this ever, hit me up. I want your stickers. I want to advertise you guys. I'll put it on my bicycle. I'll put them anywhere. I don't care. Um, but uh, we also checked out. Well, we still love Bear Lick. Mm-hmm. Bear Lick is better than ever because um, Bear Lick was already obviously brewing good beer. Mm-hmm. But now um, the uh, location that we uh, always go to when we're there mm-hmm. is so cool because they have all this fun stuff to do. They have a they have a little, little a little gift shop mm-hmm. um, with a record store inside mm-hmm. uh, where I was able to get some really cool records and, and talk they, to like, the DJ. They, yeah, he was DJ Yeah, they that. encouraged you to talk to the DJ for whatever reason. It was really nice, though. <laughs> and there's like a, oh, in the little shop, there's like, 
you can place your beer down. Yeah. There was like space to place your beer yeah, down. Yeah. As you're it's little at coasters. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's super cute. Um, they have uh, this vending machine that is an adults vending machine. Not like yeah, adults awesome. only, but it's just a vending machine that it's not candy. It has all kinds of stuff Artwork. in it. It has fun stuff in yeah. it. Like uh, I got something for Misa that said, "Find your inner animal." It was a card, and then we opened the card, and her inner animal was in there. I'm not, I don't recall what her animal was. It was some sort of lizard. I see, I yeah. see. But it was, uh, we really enjoyed it there. Yes. Um, and we think it's worth a visit. We checked out Away Days, uh-huh. which, uh, yeah, yeah. And this is like, I, I, I found Away Days to remind me more of like the earlier, less ornate like more like it's about the beer yeah it's like small type brewery that's yeah. small um it's uh it's, it, cool. it's tabletops mm-hmm. it's in a cool neighborhood yeah and it's serving great beer and it's cool and they uh had a collaboration with a dead stop coffee which mm, is yeah. also really cool um we uh checked out belmont station yeah which uh, is this fantastic, fantastic bottle shop. Bottle shop, and then they have like a, a bar. They have a bar as well. Adjacent. Yeah, 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 which a lot of places do that. Yeah. Um, like Beer Mongers does that, which we also love. Yeah. Um, but like Beer Mongers, it's like, in, it's all yeah. in one, but like Belmont was like, two, it was two Since we've ones. been there, there's a new Beer Mongers. When we went there, the uh, oh. Beer Mongers location was, was uh, wrapping it up. We thought yeah. we were going to get there in time to see the new one, but, you know, things got pushed back a little bit, so they were still open in the old location, so luckily we got to go moved, and get some beer right? from them. Yeah, and they, they have moved to a different location that's supposed to be bigger on on the same street. Okay. Um, In the same neighborhood. But that and, neighborhood is, like, cool. Yeah, cool it's very cool, yeah. yeah. Um, We're really excited. Uh, to go back and check out the new beer mongers because I love beer mongers and there's no cooler name in the game. <laughs> beer mongers? Are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah, like like Belmont Station. Great uh, name. All right, I guess it invokes some kind of English uh, 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 metro tro- station. trolley train station. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they right over there. I've never been over there. Um, but uh, the underground. Lo- the underground. The London Underground. There you go. Um, and, uh, the last one that I want to mention is Beer Stop. You want to talk about enthusiasm. Beer Stop was the truck. Spot. Excuse me, Beer Spot. I was going to mention it because I was like, oh, you didn't. Beer Spot. Beer Spot. I'm sorry. I was confusing it with GameStop. (laughs) What? Uh, Why? I don't know. I just, I know, you know, I just, it was the, I I, I just got the words inverted. And beer spot, we tried to go last time. Yeah, we tried to go. No, but they were closed because of the heat. It was so hot. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was But we went there. Yeah. And the gentleman who owns this is so nice. He's living the dream. He, uh, you know, um, he's the kind of guy, because I have dreams to, you know, within the industry, you know, and he's the kind of guy who inspires you and tells you, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's like it's simple to do that, you know, but you want to believe it when they say it, you know, because like, I mean, it's not that easy to just fucking go for it. But, you know, like I respect that he did. Yeah. And uh, he was very, very enthusiastic and knowledgeable and willing to talk 
mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with yeah, us yeah. The, the whole time yeah. about fresh hops. Yeah, um, he was definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, he could see our enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. He let us try. Yeah. So see, look, see, he had enthusiasm. We have enthusiasm. What? Why? Because <laughs> we're, we're, we're asses. Look at us. We're oh, we're also assholes. We're shitting all over the immigrant. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're not shitting all over them. We're yeah, just we're, pointing we're out. We're just making jokes. We're just making stuff. jokes. Facts. It's a comedy podcast. We make jokes. Oh, it's a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a beer podcast. <laughs> it's, it's a beer podcast. But hey, but I mean, we, we, always, we always crack a little jokes on here, right? Uh, you know? Should change the category to comedy. <laughs> It's very serious. This is this is beer. I mean, you know, we don't we don't we don't judge we don't but judge like, no. negatively beer on beers. Beer spot was he like, had it was such the a best beers. Great experience. Yeah, you know, um, he was really discerning about what beers that he was putting on tap. You know, yeah. And the people who were showing up uh-huh. to hang yes. out and drink from him, yep. they were all. In Beer the people. industry, yeah, they were all people who worked at other breweries yeah, yeah, yeah. or other bars. Yeah, yeah, they you were know? like, "Oh, come yeah. see us, come see me. So, I work on this yeah. day at this brewery." So he's the coolest <laughs> motherfucker in town. Yeah. Okay. So it's in like a little lot, and he has this little truck, and then there's like another truck. There that are a few sells trucks like that sell food, food. Mm-hmm. but it's like a tiny lot. Um, and we hung out there for a while. It was like a perfect day. Yeah, people uh-huh. came. He has a dog, and this guy came with his dog, mm-hmm. dogs, and, like, it was really cool, and, like, yeah, it was a great experience, um, and it, it was walking distance from Belmont, I think. Yeah, uh, the man, yeah, yeah. Uh, the man with those two dogs, he was a beautiful man, he had yes. beautiful dogs, he was, he was, yeah, he was uh, quite a snack, not gonna lie. Yeah, um, like, didn't I draw a picture of his you, dog? You drew his dogs, him? yeah. I, I forgot what the other dog's name was, but one's name was Oso. Oso oh, was yeah. a little bit more uh, aggressive, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, but those are our favorite spots in Portland. Yes. Let's travel down. way down south, uh-huh. almost to the border, in San Diego. Ooh. So, uh, we have to mention... Pure project because uh-huh. we are drinking one of their beers, uh-huh. and of course it's great. Uh, they are a um, they have many locations. Yeah. Do you recall Throughout. which one that we went to? We went to the one by uh, the park. There's a lot of parks. Bal- Balboa Park? Park. The Balboa Park. Okay. Because we walked out of it or okay. to it. I don't know. It's, okay. It's the Balboa Park. One. Okay. So, um, you can go to any of them. Go to that one. Because they treated us right. Yeah. They were really, they were really nice. It's, it's spacious. And and I think one of the reasons that we ended up there was because um, it was one of the breweries that was open, like, early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was open around 11. Yeah. 11 or 12, whenever we got in town. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, no, they treated us right. They were very excited. enthusiastic as well, uh-huh. very knowledgeable, you know? And, like, we talked about it. In, in, in one of our past podcasts, so I'm not going to get too deep oh, into okay. it, but I recall that, you know, we were a little bit, like, the place, it is very, it, it was very clean. The aesthetic was right. very pretty. Right. And uh, it, it had a lot, like of, it was like a lot of plant wipe. Yeah. yeah. It was very moneyed. Yeah. Uh, and so we were like, ah, uh, you know, like, how, can, this? How, can, how, <laughs> how can this be good? Right. Shit, it was good as hell. It was good, yeah. And it was, like, strawberry season, so they had, like, multiple beers, like, strawberried up, and, mm-hmm. like, it was really good. Yeah, they do very good beer there, and people uh, like them over there. 
Um, Mujeres. Yes, yeah, speaking of the border, yeah. Yeah, Mujeres. Um, this is a woman-owned mm-hmm. uh, Mexican brewery. Yeah, in like... And I believe that it has a sibling brewery that we also went to, but I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, it's walking distance from them. It was like a bar. I don't know if it's a brewery. Okay, I see. But um, Mujeres, uh, they... Uh, I had the chance to have my first uh, craft beer michelada, mm-hmm. which was Border uh, X Brewing. Yeah, Border X. Yeah, that's what no, it was. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, it was. Oh it, yeah, the michelada. It was really good. Uh-huh. You know, um, it was really good. Yeah. they. Um, what we really liked about them is that when we went there, mm-hmm. uh, they had a lot of uh, people from the community. Yeah, they had some event going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they, yeah there were a lot of Mexican people there mm-hmm. who were uh, doing local outreach mm-hmm. and charity programs. Mm-hmm. And they were celebrating the work they had done right. to improve the community. Yeah. And we thought that was such a beautiful thing. And we got to witness that as outsiders yeah. and just really see something organic and magical mm-hmm. that uh, really shows... The power that uh, people who are passionate about community within craft beer have mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, have a positive effect on their community. And we just really uh, were moved by that. We also thought the beer was really good. Yeah. And, of course, their aesthetic is fantastic. Yeah. Um, they I, had, like, really cool um, uh, crowler, like, designed by mm-hmm. local artists and stuff. That was really cool, too. I got to mention... Fall brewing is always yeah. Uh, they're always among our favorites, uh, particularly the South Park location, the Golden Rhino Room. Uh-huh. Uh, I love it there. Yeah, that was the first time we went to that location, and that whole neighborhood is like really cute and walkable. Yeah, walkable. They have record shops. They have yeah. uh, art galleries. They have other bottle shops there. It is San coffee Diego. Spots, yeah, whatever. multiple like, coffee it's cool. spots, restaurants, everything. Um, it's be- like it's, it's a worth place- a visit because you can just kind of walk around and chill yeah. out. It's nice. Yeah, you want to live there, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I felt that way about Portland, too. I remember uh, how sick I was when I looked at the real estate prices in Portland, which people who live in Portland are being priced out. But uh, people who live in L.A., like me, can go gentrify. <laughs> like, uh, huh. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, mean... it would definitely cost us a lot less to live. We can live a lot better and a lot, a lot less. Anyway, whatever. I'm not going to do that. You're never going to get me out of L.A. I was born here. Let's talk about the bottle shop uh-huh. that we love there, uh-huh. which, you know, they have many, but we like Bottle Craft. Yeah. Because Bottle Craft, you know, like they, uh, you know, they, they're, they've they been there for a while. There are a few locations, locations. and um, they always really just have a lot of beer from all over the place. Yeah, they're really good about it. Yeah, yeah. So- and they, you can... Uh, they have stuff on tap, so yeah. you can like drink it mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've infiltrated Long Beach. They have one in Long Beach in the hangar. Oh, that was Long. Was it Long Beach or that was Long Anaheim? Beach. That was Long Beach. Oh, okay. That was Long Beach. We when we went to see the U.S. Sumo Open. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was when we went to see the Angels. Um, but Bottlecraft, you know, I gotta mention them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I want them to like come further up but you know i mean it's funny i don't i <laughs> You're want like no 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 yeah, we, we'll I do want, ours yeah i want yeah. la to have a thing 
Yeah. I want no, but LA it's definitely good. Um, um, I think that, you know, you know, to, to, to be honest, there are a lot of people from San Diego. Yeah. Who try to come here? Uh, don't come here. Uh, let, let us let come us to you. Our, yeah. Let us come to you. Just yeah. let us come to you. Yeah. Okay. Like we want to come to you. You guys are doing great over there. Mm-hmm. What you guys are doing, we aspire to be over here. Yeah, you know, know um, it's a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, we don't like we don't need like disruptors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Disruptors. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, Los Angeles. Let's talk about it. Home. Yeah. Uh, local. Yeah, Eagle Rock Brewery is back. You know, and it was it, it never left. Yeah. But Eagle Rock Brewery has gone through a lot of changes in terms of their brewers. You know, like their brewers have gotten really good. And they uh, tend to move on. It's almost been like an educational experience, I feel like, mm. for brewers because they have all seasons brewing now, which is one of their former brewers. We haven't been there yet, oh, but we've yeah, had yeah. a few of their beers. They are located in La Brea. Yeah. yeah, we're going to check them out soon. We'll talk about it on the pod. Um, they brew good beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, one of their earliest head brewers, maybe like the original one, he does party beer. He oh, brews for okay. party beer. And party beer, you know, um, they do pretty good beer too. You know, like, uh, it's not my favorite, yeah. but it's party beer. Right. I feel like they're doing what the name yeah. would suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, they're brewing, like, a core set of beers. They're not really, like, like I don't really... They're not like, getting crazy yeah, with I it? Yeah, I sell party beer. Yeah. I don't really see... Too many like uh, seasonals and things right. like that, you know. They got that thing with LAFC. Yeah, that yeah, they are the official beer of LAFC. Yeah, um, which is great for them. Uh, but yeah, Eagle Rock, it's it's good, man. We were yeah. there last just this their weekend. Their current brewer is a woman brewer, mm-hmm. and whatever she's doing, she's really re energized yeah what they do yeah because the last couple times i've been there yeah i've been there three times uh between 2022 and now uh-huh. and misa has been there twice what did i miss out on uh well i went there one time when you were uh getting your hair done oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the beer has just been so good uh, I don't think people are talking about it much. That's why they're back, you know, because like they're right they're, because they're you know, kind of been there, so it's not like a new face. Their thirteenth anniversary is this What's weekend. Coming up, yeah. So you know they've been. They were one of the early. You know they were some of the people who started what we're able to do here now. Right. In L. A. Right, and they've and been keeping it they going. They continuously reinvent themselves. Uh-huh. They've done it again, and they're brewing absolutely delicious beer. Yeah, what was it like a cold IPA that we had? Uh, the cold filtered pale ale, pale the ale. number one crush. It was, was definitely was really the good. most crushable shit. I had two. I'm a taster. Yeah, you know. I know. And, I, and I, I forgot to call you guys tasters. That's, ah, what, our, that's, that's what we decided we're yeah, gonna call. That's what our people are tasters, tasters. You know, but yeah, yeah, I'm a taster, so crushers. You know, but I got it back to back. I got it twice in a row. Yeah, which you never do. I don't do that. You don't do that. You know? Yeah. I also want to mention that I think because of the pandemic, they had stopped. And I don't know if they started doing it again, but they have also um, been con- like, do they have, they used to have like a calendar on their door, 
of events they do and they would always have like something where they had like uh women women in beer women in beer so they they even i guess before it was uh, a female brewer they have always been like big advocates of that you know mm -hmm. and they've had all kinds of different events and you know like i really you know give them credit for like doing a lot of building the culture here absolutely absolutely yeah it's important you know totally. um we have to talk about homage yes because homage has just been getting better and better mm -hmm. you know the, the longer they've been here mm -hmm. um Really good food, too. Yeah, like, their food's so good. We always talk about homage. Yeah. We talk about homage a lot now, you know. Um, I really go eat their chopped salad. Yeah, I really want to, you know, uh, continue to patronize them. Yeah. Because they have just been it's good. doing a great job. And they have, like, this, uh, you know, relationship with Highland Park Brewery because they're on the same Chinatown. block as them. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. on the edge of Chinatown. Yeah. Uh, and Highland Park is always another brewery that we gotta mention mm -hmm. if we're talking about our favorites of 2022 because Highland Park Brewery, even the judgmental guys, even the turn their nose up guys are like, this is good fucking beer, I mean, you know? And it. it's really hard for the, uh, to get the judgmental guys on board, you know? They don't like anything, you know? And that's why we don't want to be that, <laughs> you know? We want to like as many we like beer everything, as possible. You know? Um... There's more joy. Uh, one of our favorites, of course, was Farfield. Yes. You know? Shout out to my fellow Ninja Turtle, Michelangelo. <laughs> you know? Um, we need to go back. I'm Raphael. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we got to shout them out. Mm -hmm. um, as far as bottle shops, mm -hmm. I don't know anymore what the best bottle shop in LA is. Yeah. There are a lot of above average, very good ones. Mm hmm um but you know since sunset has gone you know um we don't know like sunset you know and by, by the time it left i'm not sure it was still the best right right you know but yeah, it was an institution it mattered it was part of our culture and it's another place like celador where some motherfucker mm -hmm. jacked up the rent in a way that is just that saying, whole plaza. get out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because it, for what? Right, because it for was what? an institution not only for, like, craft beer, but, like, of the community. Because it was right, it was where, uh, it was. it's close to Dodger Stadium. Yes. And that's where these Dodgers fans would go and pregame. Yes. And then oh, they would walk up to the stadium or whatever, you know? Like, mm -hmm. that whole neighborhood area has these like institutions within the community right absolutely you know? um and you know a lot of them are still there unfortunately since that beer you know i mean i'm hoping they are able to somehow open in some capacity somewhere because they you know they didn't want to close so yeah yeah so those are are our beer in review favorites of 2022 uh-huh if you guys want to hit us up with your favorites on our Instagram or anywhere you can reach out to us, then uh, feel free to do so. Let us know. Illuminate us. There are a lot of places that we've mentioned in our past podcasts that uh, you know deserve honorable mention, but they are not going to get them this time. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, I hope that we uh, have more um, for... 2023 mm -hmm. you know that we can like hit up 
new places um, that we can like talk about, you know? Look so forward to that. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> Don't know if that's true or not. I mean. What made you want to drink? What didn't make me want to drink? <laughs> but I have to go with this one choice, which is... How dramatic. Um, <laughs> which is that, uh, you know, I feel like we haven't talked about the NBA in a while, maybe. Oh. Um, and, and people who've listened know that we love the NBA. You really got them hanging on by the thread here. The Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Yesterday, oh, the Lakers made a trade. Oh, to acquire Rui Hachimura. Wow, the first Japanese-born player to be drafted into the NBA. Wow, um, acquired them from the Washington Wizards. We got that guy. We got that guy. Wow, uh, and he's now in the Lakers. Like uh, a few days ago, we had heard because the NBA tra- trade deadline is coming up in a few weeks. So you know this is the time when you start hearing about trade rumors. So a few weeks ago, or no, a few days ago, we started seeing. Oh, you know the Wizards are, you know, trying to trade Hachimura, and it sounded like he kind of wanted to like. Uh, leave because his place within the team was kind of like you know lower um, so you know he kind of wanted to go somewhere where he was gonna get be more like needed right mm. and I was like oh you know I hope it works out for him like I had you know Lakers are always get brought up because they just fucking love throwing Lakers names yeah, in there just because they like, fucking gets clicks negotiation piece yeah, you know, and people will click on the story, whatever, you know. So I get it. So I never take those things seriously. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's nice, you know. I and didn't I think we were like, going to get him. I had no, I, I was like. People were saying that we could get him. And I was like, no, I didn't Lakers think. Lakers fans I, always say that about any trade. Right, exactly. So I didn't wasn't taking any of it seriously. And I was like, oh, they're saying the Bucks are interested. They're saying whatever are interested. So I was like, well, you know what? I hope it works out for them. And lo and behold, out of fucking nowhere, yesterday, they're like, oh, like they're in the final talks to do this trade. And then it finally happened. And I was like, what the fuck? Rob Palenka. Palenka. Rob Palenka. What you been cooking over there? What you been cooking up? I mean, he moved like Mitch Kupchak. Bro. Yeah, we fucking didn't hear about it. And then boom, it happened. He moved like Mitch Kupchak? Yeah. He was liking big booties on Twitter? Uh, Was he doing that too? Oh, who was that? No, that was a... I feel like that was a uh, was that Rambus or no? Yeah, that was Rambus. Was that Kurt Rambus? I don't think Mitch Kupchak has a Twitter man. Like uh, he's not. Know. He's not trying uh, to fuck. He's but we all low. we all like we all like anyway, big on Twitter. Anyway, this is way too deep. Of a uh, sorry for mentioning Mitch Kupchak. But so so She's obviously a nerd. so obviously, um, but this happened. Okay, so this trade happened uh, yesterday morning before noon. So Japan, this is like middle of the night. So very few people were awake. So I was like, oh, wake up. Like they're going to fucking freak out. Japanese people, right? Especially Japanese Lakers fans. Because like, I mean, we were all like, what? Like all the Lakers fans here were like, 
what what because this came out of nowhere um and then slowly I started seeing Japanese fans wake up and be like, what the fuck, what? This is so crazy, a Japanese player on the Lakers. And I was like, this is fucking insane. I got hit up by two of my high school friends, neither of which uh, care about the NBA, okay? Um, but they know, oh, the Lakers, I've heard of them. Misa, that's her team. They hit me up. One of them I haven't like heard from in like over a year probably, you know? Um, of bringing people together. Yeah. Um, my dad texted me today. That's hilarious. He was a day late, but he texted me. He was like, Rui Hachimura is on the Lakers. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, obviously, but I'm like, yeah, this is fucking crazy, you know? So it's, and it uh, apparently, you know, because this happened overnight, um, it was like one of the first topics in, in the news, like on these news shows in Japan. You know, like, mm. oh, breaking news, you know. They started the program with that kind of news, you know. Mm. So we're all excited. You know, I mean, obviously, I just want him to do well, the team to do well. I'm not going to sit here and put excessive, uh, like, expectations on him because, like, that's not yeah. what he came here no, for. No, he did it. He made it to a premier franchise. Yeah, and what's crazy, people were also excited because we got two Japanese players in the league right now, which is, like, insane already. Um, one of them, now on the Lakers, playing with LeBron James. Um, I mean, I was going to say arguably, but I feel like at this point, I mean, I think you got to say he's the greatest player, you know, just player. Ever? Player-wise. Ever. Player wise. You have to make it you have to be clear, like yes. now or ever. Like what are you ever, saying? Ever player wise on the court. Player wise, as opposed to what? As opposed to uh cultural impact. I see, I see. Because Michael Jordan, yes, right. He no had, one will ever have the cultural footprint because of Michael he, Jordan. No, right. because he did but, it and yeah. nobody after he did it is gonna be all post Jordan. No. Um LeBron is uh, sorry to the Jordan. Guys, Le- LeBron <laughs> is the best basketball player that we've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you. It's like it's like you can't fucking deny that. He's about point. to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar On this year in scoring. Scoring and like he's known for like, 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 setting people up. You know, he's not even right. Known he's as not a known as a scorer. Like, but he's gonna score the. That's most a testament points. to like, how greedy he is. Like, imagine if he was greedy. He exactly. Would have, he would have like 50,000 points. Exactly. And I'm not even the LeBron guy, you know, um, but it's just undeniable. Anyway, so we, we got one of them, one of the Japanese players playing for the Lakers with LeBron. And we got the other guy, Yuta Watanabe, playing on the Nets with KD, which, I mean, like another, I mean, historical player, you know. So this is a good, good time to be a Japanese fan of the NBA. Absolutely. And yeah. it's a long time coming. And you know what? And did you guys see the level to which her energy increased when we talked about this situation? It like, perked up. Yeah, she did. She did. It was like it was like she got like hit with a shot of espresso. Well, I had to just get all my takes out in one breath. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, you know, that I wanted to ask you yeah. about, but we can save that for another time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You we'll, know? S- we'll see. You know, I'm but hoping that it works because out. Because I wanted to know like a little bit about his game and stuff, but like that's all. We'll that's see. all. We'll see. Another time. But um, we'll get into what made me want to drink. And uh, what made me want to drink is uh, guys calling people boss. 
Like, I feel like you might have brought this up before. This probably is a pet peeve that has been recurring, you know, on the podcast. But it's been happening a lot again lately. I've been getting madder about it. Like, I even looked at, like, if you look up, um, if you Google uh, why do people call people boss, (laughs) the first result is basically (laughs) because fuck you. That's why. Um, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's literally, uh, it says, like, because, uh, the person that's speaking to you wants to subvert the idea that you are in charge of them in any way, which I don't treat anyone as if I'm in charge of them. Right. Uh, and I never address people like that. But, um... I've been getting called boss a lot lately, and it's really like you're pissing me off. You know, even at my like at, at my job, uh, customers come in and call me boss, which is bullshit. Because when I'm a customer, uh, the worker calls me boss. Sometimes right. you know, right? Just, Why is it going both yeah, ways? Yeah, just to fuck me. You know, like maybe they know that it's. Like, I've i like there's maybe, been like a guy who delivered pizza and called you boss. Yo, fuck that guy. <laughs> um. Well, I had a. A fight oh, with a pizza place right. because uh, my pizza was late and I called and I just asked why my pizza was late. I was really kind and the guy uh, was like, I guess, I was right now, boss. And I was like, oh, really, boss? Oh, thank you, boss. All right. I'll expect soon, boss, because I was very, I, I got very angry. And then I called back and was like, I don't want it anymore. Cancel it. Uh, run me back my fucking money. And uh, we're just, I didn't say it again. Like, I know. Um, but I was just like, I don't want to do this because I don't feel good about it anymore. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> I don't know who started this. I think, like, I think it was, like, someone in the UFC. I don't know. Like, I feel like it was, like, Dana White. Like, some. What? Like, nah. I just think it was a, a huge fucking douchebag. And so I'm trying to think, like, who's, like, the biggest... Anyway, like, I don't know who started this shit. I don't know who started... I don't know who started this shit. I don't know who turned this into a thing that dudes keep doing to each other, but it's toxic. It's negative. You motherfuckers know what you're doing, and some of these people don't know what they're doing because I think that a lot of foreign guys are adopting boss because they hear you fucking assholes saying this shit, you know? Um, And, like, I don't fucking take it anymore. Um, in fact, like at my job, when people call me boss, I tell them there's a tax associated with that. And every time someone calls me boss, I charge them a nickel. It's, it costs a nickel to call, to call me boss. But guess what? It's about to be inflation, motherfuckers. That, that, that price is about to go up because this shit's been happening too much. Clearly I ain't charging enough. All right. The other day. This motherfucker from Athens, Georgia, came into my job because he's, he's uh, starting a brewery uh, over here. I'm not going to say. He's from Athens. So if you know about a brewery from Athens, Georgia that's starting it uh, in, uh, in L.A. soon, then you'll know who it is. He's the owner. And the first thing he said to me was, how you doing, boss? And I said, fine, boss. And then he looked at me and was like, oh. That's douchebag shit. Like, you <laughs> like, can see. Stop. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and then, the yeah, the entire tone of the conversation changed because he wanted to do business with us, mm-hmm. you know? And I won't do business with you. I'm not going to fucking sell your shit, 
you know? Um, if you do that shit, if, if, if you do that shit. But, like, you know, he should have known better because he's from here. He knows what that means. Like, I don't know why. Like, okay, look. From where? He's from Georgia. Right. I said it already. No, you said he's from here. You mean the U.S. of A? Yeah, the U.S. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um... That's who started. Uh, maybe, but like we as uh, as men or whatever shouldn't be doing this to each other because I know that we have a lot of energy of like, no, fuck you. Don't tread on me and all this stuff, but we shouldn't be directing it at other people who are powerless and in service, okay? If you feel that way, can you fucking punch up? Can you fucking go after the motherfuckers who are kicking your fucking ass? Like, don't go after us other guys who are just regular guys like you. Right. Like, like, stop it, dude. Um, there was, when, when we were at Eagle Rock, we got uh, some Donner Kebab. It was fucking fantastic. And uh, right after I ordered it, or no, right before I ordered it, the guy said, how can I help you, boss? <laughs> and I was like, fuck. This is right after I canceled that pizza. Right. <laughs> like the day after. It was fresh. Yeah, and I'm like, now, Angered. I'm like, I'm getting mad again. But I'm like, nah, man, let me just, let me give him the, I don't think he means it. He's not from here. Right, right. This man made the best Donner kebab I've ever had so in my life. Delicious. I almost missed it because I got mad. Like this, got is the, this is the toxicity of boss. Like it is costing us all. You know, like we we gotta stop with this. We gotta stop with boss because if you call me boss, I'm gonna call you squirt. And if I call you squirt, you're gonna want to fight me. All right. And if I call you squirt, I might call you chief. And if I call you chief, then who knows what I'm gonna call you next? Okay. You so know. I had a thought, a theory, which totally be out of, out, like, out of left field. What? I'm sorry. I, I want to hear a theory, but I want to... Are women doing... Is there an equivalent of this? Are women undercutting each other no. with a simple wor word? We don't have that. You guys are even, like... You, you guys are, like, empowering each other, right? If, if, uh, I mean, not always but um honestly these titles traditionally we have not had them so sport we're not doing that um if anything i have a co-worker Paluka. That, that calls everybody babe um oh that's what it is for women honey Honey, like honey, honey, honey is, is the boss of yes, honey is honey, the boss of one of womanhood. Yeah, honey is, but like babe, I'm not like offended by babe. Yeah, even uh, it depends who it comes from and what the tone is. But honey, I'm like, mm, you know, honey is mm, weird. But I feel like honey could be said to a woman or a man, and it could be like, hmm, you know what I mean. Maybe a man would take it better though. Um, but I was my theory that came to me as I was listening to your rant 
and I could totally be off base, and if I am, I apologize. No, go for it. But I'm wondering, not so much uh, these non-American people who are, like, doing boss, because I do feel like they're getting it from these, like, douchebag people. Mm-hmm. Um, just like they got the whole, like, uh, back in the day, they were wearing these, like, affliction jeans type of situation. Um <laughs> It's the same, like, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you but can always tell a fucking Eastern European, I, right? Yeah, but anyway. But I'm wondering if some of it, not all, because I don't know who else is getting called boss around here, but in your case, because I don't know if you're getting called boss more than these other people, like your co-workers who are not black. I don't think that I exude authority. No, 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 but like... I'm of the people, I think. Right, right, but but the reason, because, okay, because I've heard people um, talk to you and be like, yeah, brother, or whatever, you know? So, and I feel like they say it, and then they feel a little bit weird about it. (laughs) So I wonder if, like, some of these people, like, are like, want to say brother, and then they're like, oh, well, no, that's weird, and then they do boss. But I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much. I don't know. You don't have to give Do me a title. It. I know. That's what I'm saying. You like, can just say, like, hello. Yeah. How's it going? I say, what up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or just like, I mean, is bro any better? I guess bro is douchey. But I feel like it's le- less, it's not, it's less, um, one uh, time, uh, uh, what do you call it? Hierarchical. One time. I was at the airport uh-huh. in TSA. Uh-huh. This is LAX, so you know TSA is black. Uh-huh. TSA was like, how you doing, King? <laughs> and man, like, look, I don't, I'm not, we was kings, Negro. I don't believe in that. We weren't kings. We weren't. Like, and I take pride in that. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, we were but people. Man, we were just hanging out. That shit felt so Good, like the way, like, but I can see the way he said it. He just wanted me to feel good. Right, right, right. There's a difference. Black man to black man. He said, "What up, King? How you doing, King?" Right, right, right. And then he fucking uh, put the wand on me. You know, he said, "How you doing, King?" He was trying like he's into. Boop, boop. I'm right. gonna have to pat you down I'm now, have to King. Violate you. Yeah, like, like but no. remember, yeah. you're a king. Yeah, like you yeah. know. No, like, there definitely is a difference. You I can mean, tell between trying to big up you versus just being sarcastic, and I feel like that's a, ultimately that's the difference. Yeah, but I feel um, like I mean, any situation you're calling somebody boss, you're really not trying to big up anybody. I'm going, unless you're literally talking to your boss. I'm going to become but even the then, Joker. <laughs> I can't believe that we boss, live. I can't believe that we live in a society where we are statistically six feet away from a firearm at all times and we're out here calling motherfuckers boss. (laughs) One day, somebody's going to fucking snap. It's going to be nuts. Anyway, that's what made me want to drink. So here I am drinking. Here I am back again on Drink Local episode 31 Mm -hmm. with Misato. And what I'd like to know from you is where can they find us? On? On ye old internet. Drinklocal.tv. And on social media? Drinklocal.tv. And? 
That's it. Is that the same for Twitter? Is that the same for yes. Instagram? Yes. At All Drink right. Local TV. All righty. So until then, we will see you guys soon. We're going to try to be with you guys more often. But if not, we'll see you when we see you, boss. Until wow. Then. I'm offended. Hey, bottom Tasters? Up. Tasters! I'm sorry, tasters. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up.